Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the family. I'm Cassie Schrader. Tom will be just a little late, but to the right of me, we have... Doug Sprinthal. Scott Walter. Mike Bryant. And Andy Rappernard. We'll be right back after these messages. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and <laughs> it's gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So, Doug, what is new at Walzer? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Don't buy it. No, I'm just kidding. Actually, we're in, uh, you know, there's never really a bad time to buy a car, but certain times of the year are better than others. If you are a cash buyer, and and that includes if you finance vehicles and you like new cars, we're getting into the model closeout time of the year. The manufacturers pile on their biggest discounts, and we'll be out of most of the 2019s probably in the next six weeks or so. Uh, and you can see all the specials on walzer.com. I'll give you an example. Right now at our Chevy store up on White Bear Lake on Highway 61 under the big white polar bear, uh, you can save up to fifteen grand off MSRP on a Chevy Silverado half-ton. So you'll see all those kind of deals pop up right now. And then when the new models come out, the discounts aren't nearly as big. Mm-hmm. doesn't affect leasing as much, but for, uh, for purchasing, it really does make a big difference. You're kind of in the sweet spot for the next six weeks. That's always, it. Well, it's always good to also, too, if you want to update your car, to, to do it before winter time, not to do it right in the middle of winter, I think. I, you know, when I sold cars, I'd always, it always made me laugh when people would say, you know, in the wintertime, oh, I don't want to test drive it. It's too crappy. Out. It's like, <laughs> you live in Minnesota. You need to find out what this will do. Exactly. That's right. So, okay, well, Walzer, Walzer Automotive, Walzer dot com some people call me the space cowboy well wow. that's the end of the song what happened it's a really small bumper you have cassie <laughs> no it like just stopped oh, yeah God, we noticed I hate, that i hate technology so much it's supposed it to it doesn't make our... like you either apparently. i know I phones have... don't just work oh it's they're supposed to just work but they don't I just love it. It's just, well, yeah, just Google it. Well, my Google's not working right now. You know, it's just frustrating. What? Or just anything. Like, I just want to play music. That's all. Do the IT thing. Turn that, it off and turn it on again. Oh, I've had to do that many of times, especially, like, right after updates. It's so frustrating. But anywho, we have Scott Walter in studio. If you guys don't know who Scott is, if you watched America on Earth on History, now it's on Travel Channel. It just came out over the summer. The mm-hmm. new se- Well, it's not really a new season, but it's new to Travel Channel. New to Travel, yep. Yep. And you just had your book come out called The Cryptic Code of the Templars in America. Now, I, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the Knights Templar. 
Only from uh, reading the Da Vinci Code. That's, my <laughs> own, that's probably how most people were introduced to the idea. Well, anyway, this right? is fiction. I can tell you that Scott does extensive. Wait, wait. Da Vinci Code was fiction. <laughs> well, it, it had it was had some facts in that's there right. placed into a fictional story, but you you are like the real life Da Vinci Code. You do your research, your explorations. You go to all these locations to find these, you know, clues and symbols and stuff, and you try and put it all together. And right. So what is new in this book? Oh, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> a lot. I mean, you know, the, this book is uh, builds off of three other books that basically, just like you said, I've mm-hmm. been going out and researching and looking at various artifacts, going to sites and trying to figure out what is the real history um, Oh, ladies and gentlemen, Uh-oh. hang on, we have a guest in, in our midst. They have me total. Oh, have That's right. <laughs> I'm sorry, we're live on the air right now. After you. <laughs> they're all here, Christ. <laughs> I was just pontificating about your gift on the table, Tom. Oh, I have a gift? Yes, you, you have the new book. It just came out on Monday called The Cryptic Code of the Templars in America. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Thank you very much. Good word. We were just talking about that last time you were in. Yeah, that it was coming out, yep. and it's been delayed for like three months because of layout problems at the printer, and yeah. it had to be reformatted, but it it looks great. I'm very pleased. It's a nice-looking book. Yeah. So, so now, what is new in this book that have been in previous books that you've done? Okay, well... One of the things that I'm talking about now that I'm ready to talk about because I feel like I have all the pieces finally in place, Mm -hmm. and that is to say that the founding of the United States of America did not start in 1776. It started in 1362. Mm -hmm. And basically, the Kensington Runestone, which is an artifact found in Minnesota in 1898 by a farmer clearing trees, uh, scholars have, have argued over it for 120 years, and uh, it came into my lab back in 2000, and uh, the rock told me that it was real, that it was old, and therefore it had to be genuine. And what I love about rocks, and I'm a geologist, I do material forensics for a living, is that I trust rocks. Mm-hmm. I don't trust some people. Mm-hmm. Um, and if the rock told me that it was real, that means that everything within that inscription that many scholars said was not medieval had to be medieval. Mm-hmm. And so I then took five trips. I went over to Sweden and found everything. And, of course, all this did was piss off the scholars even more because I went in their backyard to look for and find what they decided they weren't going to do because they had already made up their minds. But the other thing that... Um, logic told me was that if this artifact is real here in the geographic center of the continent, which is not a coincidence, that means that somebody came here, they came for some reason, mm-hmm. um, and they placed it for you know uh, at that location for a reason. And the reason is, it says right on the stone, acquisition business or taking up land. It's a land claim, mm-hmm. and it was the beginning, the stake in the ground, if you will of the beginning of the founding of this, of this country. That obligation that the medieval Templars who were escaping persecution from the monarchs of Europe and the Roman Catholic Church mm-hmm. to found a new sanctuary, a new Jerusalem, mm-hmm. a free Templar state that we now call the United States of America. Now, I've seen the Kensington. Have you seen the Kensington Runestone? Mm. I haven't in- even seen Anoka. <laughs> Got to get, get out, off. man. I got to get out more often. Well, for us Minnesotans, if you want to see the Kensington Runestone, there's the, the Kensington Runestone Museum in Alexandria, Minnesota. Oh, that's worth it. Okay. And it's the stone is it's pretty big, and they have it in a nice display. I mean, it's not some little stone that you can put in your pocket. That's for sure. <laughs> I mean, it's huge. <laughs> yeah, Cassie. You know, when you talk the about the pocket runestone, like, <laughs> they sell pocket runestones. Oh, really? The real one, the real okay. one is in a pocket. Damn, runestone. I thought we had. They a have a very cute gift shop. So. I got your secret to North America right here. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> anyway, um, there, there's so many things that we talk about in this book. Now, the runestone is is an old story, but there is new information about it, and I don't want to get into too many details. But one of the things about the Templars and about the way that they operated and actually was handed down to the Freemasons 
is um, mathematics, geometry, and astronomy. Mm -hmm. Sacred geometry was very important. And, you know, what do I mean by that? Well, um, they used certain measurements uh, routinely. One of the things is called the megalithic yard. Mm -hmm. and, and what has recently been discovered is places like Stonehenge, Newgrange, um, in Egypt uh, with the pyramids and other sacred sites is that the unit of measurement used to construct them was something called the megalithic yard. And this has only been recently discovered. And this measure is used or is, is calculated using the planet Venus. But it's very sacred. It's very important. In fact, when our founding fathers founded this country, Thomas Jefferson lobbied for our nation's measuring system to be the megalithic yard. But Congress didn't pass it. They wanted to throw a bone back to, to Europe, so we used the English foot, right? Mm -hmm. But actually, our founding fathers said, to heck with it. And they laid out our entire capital city using that measurement. To this day, it's still there. Oh, really? Yeah. Because I know, I know that they've done maps of D.C., and it comes up to be like Masonic symbols or something oh, yeah. like that, the way they had designed it and where the, not really monuments, but the important cat oh, buildings. Oh, the monuments are part of that whole yeah. sacred layout. Yeah, okay. absolutely. And we talk ab about that in the book. I'll, I'll tell you what my wife discovered. Mm -hmm. Is that the Washington Monument, which has which a, they just reopened today, by the way. Today, They've been yeah. closed oh, did they? for like the last three years for a reconstruction. Yeah. Well, yeah. they had an earthquake there, and, yeah. and they had you know some more severe damage than they're telling us. Oh, okay. But the but the Washington Monument is basically a giant plinth, mm -hmm. and it casts a shadow, right? And what my wife and Alan Butler, a British researcher, a wonderful guy and a dear friend, discovered was that at certain dates. And times during the year, it will point to specific monuments that are important. Oh, really? Yeah. That's cool. I would just want to just see, like, one of the, what are those time-lapse videos of yeah. that? No, yeah. That'd be kind of neat. You probably do have that. I would get. You know, this is the weirdest thing in the world. I've been here for, for six minutes. <laughs> for the first time in my life, Michael Bryant and Doug Sprenthal aren't arguing. How is that possible? We had a long conversation about Carly Ostremsky that was quite interesting. Oh, it has very Carly little to Ostremsky. do with the Templars. Well, I don't yes. like them anymore. You don't like yes? Yes. Shown some light on the dark side really? of Mr. Ostremsky. That did you call him a Polak? No, no, no. no. <laughs> more like a racist. Basically. Well, oh, was he? Did you talk uh, about his grandson who hit his first, oh, yeah, home, his first home run? Well, he hit his first home run in Fenway Park. Yeah, was I saw him hit a home run earlier. He's He's been having a pretty good season, his grandson. It was kind of cool to yeah. see his grandson. Uh, no, Mike and I are both from Rhode Island, and yeah. so we share a passion for the Red Sox. But And I was 10 in the summer of 67 or 9, I guess, when the Sox almost won. That. 67. Yep. Mm -hmm. So you guys are from Rhode Island. Mm-hmm. Okay, I have a question for you, mm -hmm. in all seriousness. No, I moved out to Massachusetts when I was two. So oh, okay, so here come the excuses. I was right. third grade until till junior, so I was there a lot. What, oh, okay. What's your question? So, uh, in all seriousness, the oldest stone and mortar structure on this continent that was built by Europeans is in Rhode Island. Hmm. Do you know what it is? White Castle. You got it. No. I knew it. No, let's see. Um, I probably have heard or seen. Um, trying to think what's there. I'll give you nothing's one more hint. My, nothing's coming to mind off the top of my head. It's in Newport. It's in Newport. So, I mean, are, are we talking about like the, walk, the, the cliff walk? No. We're talking about something called the Newport Tower. The Newport which, Tower. Which okay. I talk about in the new book mm -hmm. that was built by the Templars. And to this day, they still don't know who built it. They hmm. claim that it was a colonial windmill. And when you look at it critically, it, it's ridiculous. So it has where, a fireplace where is it? in it, for God's sakes. Where is it? It's at the top of the hill. It's in Turo Park. Oh, okay. You know where Turo Park I is know where at Turo the top Park of the hill? Is. Yep. yep. I didn't know there was a Turo Park in Rhode Island. There's Turo Beach in Cape Cod. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. And there's a cemetery there, an old Jewish cemetery. In Cape Cod or Newport? No, in Newport. They don't let yeah. Jewish people in Cape Cod. Mike. Yeah. What do you think <laughs> about, what are you talking about it? Yeah, That was going to be the revelation in the book. <laughs> Trick. So, yeah. That's right, that's and that was the first cemetery in Rhode Island. 
And there was one person buried there and not another person was buried for like a century. Huh. And they did it to hold that land. Hmm. A little fun fact for you. Rhode Island did some bizarre things because they moved cemeteries. It's one of the states where like... Uh, like there's all sorts of places where there used to be a cemetery here and then they moved all the gravestones and they used that land and so they had all sorts of issues with that and it's that probably, happened all over the state yeah. Yeah. no money involved I'm like, <laughs> hey, I know it's a shock to you Tom yeah, <laughs> money really people are after the money that's really really hard for me to believe oh, but yeah. uh, you know oh by the way I, a couple of listeners already are blasting me for being late today but uh, they're they're putting our house on the market tomorrow morning so they're all there are tons of people in my house I open up my garage door, and there are four cars blocking me in. Oh, I hate that. And I weaseled around. It took me about 10 minutes to weasel around <laughs> all of them. Wow. And then I finally got out of my own garage. You didn't bang up the Mustang again, did you? Oh, no, no. We just got it I fixed. I hope not. I hope not. I could just imagine you, what you were saying. <laughs> yes, I was, well, I'm very even-tempered right now. <laughs> My was, usual it like a self. Fi- was it like a 50-point turn to get out of the driveway? Oh, yeah. like, eh, eh, forward, eh, back, eh, forward, eh, back, eh, forward, back. I'm surprised you didn't yeah. just ride down in one of those little lime scooters. <laughs> I mean, the ones that lay in the street in yeah, Golden Valley? Yeah, can you Valley? see Tom riding one of those? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I still want somebody to explain it to me. So you get to use a scooter for free to help you get around. No, it's not free. You gotta, there's an app. Was oh, it a dollar? And you, yeah, it's a, it's a. I have no idea what it is. They're pretty inexpensive. I don't know. It's like a dollar a mile or something like that. Is that what but it is? But then when you're done, you just leave it. Yeah, but do you throw it in the street? Because that's the usually that's what people do. That's yeah, they I do. They throw the it right in the street. Yeah. It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> you got this. You don't have no insurance. Nothing. You pay a couple of bucks. You get to use it, and you can't. You don't have the decency to put it back the way you found it. It's a weird business model because there's a yeah. couple of companies that that. I think Lime's one, Bird's another one, and they'll just invade a city and just drop off like a thousand of them. Hmm. Yeah, I saw that. I, I saw the guy doing it, as a matter of fact, dropping them all off, and he looked at me like I was going to steal them or something. It was weird. <laughs> yeah. He did. He looked at me like, what are you doing here? <laughs> well, you kind of have that look. I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's true. <laughs> they probably don't drop a lot of them off on Plymouth and Penn. Well, maybe they do. Uh, my favorite story of all time about the, uh, what were they, the city bikes called again, the Oh yeah, yeah. You know, the, the city bike racks and all that stuff. The, they, the city green things. Yeah, I think they were green. So I'm driving down Golden Valley Road, right in front of North Commons Park, my park, park of my childhood. Played many a baseball and football game there. Had a ball. Was wonderful. I'm driving by and I see a bike rack. I'm like, they're gonna put a bike rack here for? What, are those rental too? Or are those free? I think those are rentals. Yeah, they're, they're, they're all too. rentals. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so I drive by the first day and the racks there. I drive by the next day, and the bikes are all in the rack. I buy. I drive by the third day, and there are no bikes in the rack. I drive by the fourth day. There's police tape around the bike. <laughs> 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 I thought, My old neighbor. I thought you were going to say the rack was gone. <laughs> well, the rack would have been. Well, the rack is gone now. Yeah. <laughs> yep, the rack is gone completely now. Yeah, the old rental thing down on uh, Golden Valley Road by North Commons didn't go over all that big. I remember a couple of years ago when we were riding the Tour de Cure and we made that triumphant return down uh, Plymouth Avenue in a driving rainstorm. All the uh, neighbors are in the front yard going, what are these crazy white people doing today? What's wrong with these people? It was phenomenal. Everybody on Plymouth Avenue was phenomenal. We shall take a break. Oh, I don't have to take it yet for about 20 more seconds. Tell a joke then. Two guys walk into a bar. Thank you very much. <laughs> I used to do drugs. What the guy I still has, do, is, but I used to do drugs his too. Guns loaded with ammunition. He says, One of you guys slept with my wife, and somebody in back says, You're going to need more bullets than that. <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh <man. laughs> Are you his wife was a punch board? Is that what you were saying? <laughs> so. If she had as many coming out of her as she had in her, she'd look like a porcupine. Is that what you're saying? Uh, Whoa! Whoa! So. The end of the family hour. Right back. This is what happens when you get all men in a room. Oh, wiener jokes. We'll be right back. It's Tom Bernard with CEO Michael Bilski from North American Banking Company. Michael, we spent some time talking about your free app and money transfer service, XCheck, which is just great, by the way. You can transfer money to your kid to travel home from college and lots of other uses. I got wind of another service you provide at North American Banking Company. What's this Super ID I've been hearing about? Great question, Tommy. Super ID uses your face proof and your finger proof to keep your identity and your money secure. It's really a foolproof way to protect your family and your business from identity fraud. 
It's simple, fast, and oh, the best part is that it's free to our customers. Super ID, super easy, and super secure. Visit nabanco.com or see my personal banker to get the scoop on XCheck and Super ID. North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. There's no better time than now to ditch your contacts and pitch your glasses. Whiting Clinic is the place I trusted to do this for me, and it's not just me. There's a reason Whiting Clinic is the number one LASIK practice in the United States. Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, the most advanced Contura laser technology, and lifetime coverage are all backed by Whiting Clinic's best price guarantee. Being the experts they are, they wanted to make sure you have the very best for your eyes, just like I did. Call now for Whiting Clinic's $500 off LASIK savings. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contact lenses, then it's time you found out if you're a candidate for LASIK. And Whiting Clinic is definitely the place to go. Call 855-554-2020 today or visit whitingclinic.com to set up your free LASIK consultation. Remember to tell them that I sent you and save $500 on your LASIK. Offer good for a limited time. Call Whiting Clinic for details. Good for both eyes only. Cannot be combined with any other offer. You ever played this sprint song? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What a great song. I did it on Guitar Hero. <laughs> well, yeah, the, the, the music's the pretty easy. The hard thing is windmill, windmill is where it but is. But you got your own right? show going or, on down the, there? The big issue with it Apparently. not being a windmill is where it is because it's not... Michael Bryant like sucks. <laughs> where you put you can hear me through those headphones. I know you can. Michael Bryant's a disaster. So, we've been on again for like two minutes. Cool. I'm just <laughs> looking at new towers. I'm sure I saw it as a kid. He's no. learning and oh, growing. Yeah, well, sure. oh, he's learning and growing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, that, that, see, that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt about it. This is quite the crowd in here. I like this crowd. Yeah. So Cassie, not so much. But you know, what? What did I do? No, no. You're saying it's too wiener-like. <laughs> I'm used to it, though. That's it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you. I'm you off, that's right true. now. I. Dave's in France, and he took the two girls. Where is he in France? I don't know where they're at today. I've, only been, in Fra- I've only been in, was it Strasbourg, France? Stream pictures of the Eiffel Tower, so I'm guessing he was in Paris. Yeah, they started off in Paris, <laughs> but thinking. they, they kind of moved around. Uh, I want to say, oh gosh, I can't remember what town it was they were at today. Because they travel and they stay oh, at okay. different hotels and stuff. So I've been stuck at home with all boys. You know what I love about France, and I'm very serious about this? I am a giant in France. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not kidding yeah. you. I'm a foot taller and this much wider than everybody else. I know. They're not big people. Dave, no. Dave feels the same way because he's, oh, yeah. he's, he's yeah. six foot or Well, they six start one. smoking when they're four and they <laughs> drink wine by the time they're five. Yeah. That's very true. That's honestly probably a big part of it. That's why they're crabby. They're just hung over all the time. <laughs> Couldn't have been nicer to me. The people there could not have been nicer. Really? I, you rarely hear that about the French. Well, That's... see, and a lot of people on this trip right now, they're, they're they're saying no. The people here are great. Very they're nice. very polite, very nice. They're not rude at all. So even I though they know they're Americans, yeah. Hmm. So, I know. Last I heard, if you said if you admit to being American in France, you basically get stabbed. No, I, no, they're great. They're would, great people. I botched the French language because I have such a heavy Minnesota accent. I no, can't do those you. short vowels <laughs> in French. I o- just oink oink instead of wee wee. Yeah. <laughs> oink, oink. The Minnesota accent right there. Because I just want to go wee wee. Wee wee. Yeah, that's that word perfectly. No doubt about. It. No, I, I tell you honestly, God, I. I they could not have been nicer in France. They're very, very. They they actually came over and talked to me because I'm also quite a bit more muscular than your average French person. And a guy, I think I told you this already. A guy comes up to me in France and he goes, uh, "Can I ask you a question?" I said, "Yeah." And he goes, "Did you you a football player?" I said, "No, no, not a football player." And he goes. Are you special forces? Special forces. <laughs> I'm 67. Yeah. Yep, spec ops right Pretty here. sure I'm not spec ops right now. <laughs> Pretty positive of that. But no, they could not have been nice pieces. He wasn't hiring Alex to like take her or something, was yeah. he? <laughs> yeah, well, he wanted to find out. Yeah. Yeah. I would have looked at him and said, if I tell you, I'd have to kill you. I'd have to kill you. Yeah. Sorry, I'm, I'm special ops. I'm going to have to take you right out. Like, <laughs> like Steve Martin said, I hate the French, but I love their fries. Yeah. <laughs> I I love that show so much. The Dean Martin show on Thursday nights on NBC. 
You know how I know it was on NBC? You know what he got every week instead of a paycheck? He got stock light in RCA. <laughs> Did he really? Got stock oh, in RCA man. every week. Really? He died a very well. How much money did he die with? And it, because he's been dead now, what, 30 years, something like that? So you said Steve, he went to Dean. Okay. Know, I'm, just, I'm just keeping up here. We weren't going to run over the host, Mike. Thanks. But <laughs> no, I just was keeping up. It's like he's dead. I, like, I was oh, quoting Martin. Steve Martin, and you heard Dean. <laughs> oh, I thought you said Dean Martin. <laughs> you did. We all got that. I, I'm just keeping up. It's just your buddy here decided to call you out. <laughs> it's no, all, it's all relative. See, the rest of us Dean just... Martin used to say things like that right. all the time, though. Yeah, I, I get it now. I'm caught up. <laughs> Leave me alone. That does sound like something <laughs> Dean would say. Every jury. He turns on you from yeah, now that's on. that's right. <laughs> well, he goes, yeah, well. He died in 1995, for what it's worth. Okay, how much was he worth when he died? Had to be uh, several hundred million dollars. I don't know if that's... Because even back then, that was 25 years ago, so... Or almost 25 years 24. ago. So. Celebrity Net Worth says 30 million. Which, that's all? But you never really know. No, that's true. Which, on the death thing, did you hear Clinton bought it today? He had a heart attack, and he's done. Who? Clint. Clint Eastwood. Oh, I think he said Clinton. Oh, and I was like, really? Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, what? Clint he Eastwood died? died today, yeah. What? I yeah. thought that was a while ago. Really? No, he's, he was still alive, I thought. What a, wait, Clinton. You might want to look yeah. that up. Well, let's look then. I saw something like somebody posted. It was when I think it was um, like a week. Well, it turns ago. out to be Clint Walker, who's been dead for like fifty <laughs> yeah. years. Right. It wasn't not Eddie. Clint Eastwood is still alive. Or Clint died Holland, today. Is he still alive today? Uh, um, After as Eddie far as Money, I can tell. Cars. Yeah. Yeah. Rick Ocasek. Rick Ocasek. When he died, somebody tagged. Uh, they said Rick Ocasek and now Clint Eastwood, and I'm like, really. And this was a couple days ago. I'm like, when did Clint, what's going on? And I didn't know if it was one of those fake celebrity yeah, no, maybe death it's things. a fake one. As far as I can tell, he's still alive. So. Right. Well, that's okay, cool. Mike. I'm no, glad he's still it. alive. Maybe it was How old is he, do you Clint think? Howard. Oh, he's, he's Clint is 89. 80s. 89, yeah. 89, okay. Well, and he's still, doing, still going strong. Wow. He's making movies, and he seems like he's doing relatively well. Everybody yeah. I know that's ever worked with him said he's a phenomenal guy to work with. Really? Just a great guy when he's directing and producing and all the rest of it. Said he's the really yeah, good guy. Yeah, he's supposed to be a great work. guy. Yeah, that's what everyone yeah, he's says. A, very, a lot of people like to work with him as a director and producer because yeah, he's do. just very easygoing. He's not one of those tyrant-type directors Mm -hmm. (laughs) that are constantly yelling at you to do it right. How cool is it the fact that he came out during the... The election of what was it Mitt Romney? I think was running against Obama, and he came out and talked to a chair. Dude, that chair was a little there. bizarre. Was that, was, <laughs> yeah, that, that was weird. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was what odd. Th- why are you talking to a chair? I know some people were questioning Clint's mental health at that point. Well, yeah. I think it was one of those deals that sounded like he a, had a method to his madness. I'm sure. I don't know mm-hmm. what it was. Or was it during the the Trump election? I can't remember yeah, which was, one. But was, I think it was one of those Obama. ones that sounded like a good idea the night before. After a couple, and, <laughs> and they got out on stage, and everyone went. Okay. <laughs> I know. It's well, you know, that does happen. But he you're was, talking about it. That's right. He was the mayor of Carmel, California. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't no, know no. that. Nice mayor. You ever been there? Uh, yeah. yeah. That's right. Last Mexico time I was Beach. in Carmel, California, yeah. I will never forget this. Catherine and I are staying at this nice hotel, and a Mercedes, brand new Mercedes Benz pulls in, and the license plate was personalized, and it said Dow 2000. Oh, hmm. it's, it was a while ago. 1982 or three. Because uh, the Dow today, I believe, is at about 27,300. <laughs> <laughs> 2,000. But, yeah, but we were shocked that the Dow had gone over 2,000. I remember that. Wow. Incredible. So no, no, Cokie Roberts is dead. Yes. 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 That's yeah. Yeah, that one. Yeah, we were talking about that this yeah. morning with so, Todd Glass, too. It was like, yeah. Donald Trump just has to do it. He has to come on and go, she's quite professional. But she was never nice to me. Yeah. Why do you have to throw that party? <laughs> I know. I don't know if you know this about our president. He's a little egocentric. Oh, yeah. how about everyone running for president? Well, that's being? true. Oh, oh my God. That's why they do it. Yeah. That's yeah, part that's, of it. That is exactly why. Ego driven. A lot of it. I want. There's a kid that I want to. Well, he's not a kid. He's 50 years old, for Christ's sake. But uh, I want him to run for governor. Aaron Benner. You know who Aaron Benner is? Oh, he's the guy I had on this morning. Yes. Yeah. Governor. Yeah. Black man in America today, 50 years old, very, very smart. He uh, won a lawsuit against St. Paul Public Schools. Yeah, didn't he walk with like half a million dollars? Half a million bucks. That's why he's such a nice guy, you know. No, he's always been there. He called, when they when they did that to him, two, two and a half years ago, 
He locked himself in a closet and called the KQ Morning Show. <laughs> That's what I always do when things are looking down. I'll call, oh, yeah. call John Lastman. Let's call, yeah, call Lastman. I'll do my I'll next interview from the inside of a closet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Although if you called John Lastman and said they put me on the air, he'd go to me and say, hey, Dave just called. Yeah. <laughs> it's somebody's name right. Does he know. want to run for governor? Aaron Benner? Yeah. I brought it up to him today. He... Here's a guy, if you haven't heard of Aaron Benner, he's a really, really solid guy, very smart guy. He was uh, hammered pretty hard by the St. Paul Public School System because he wanted all students to be treated equally. Uh, They were giving, he and his, and he's a black man, remember this, he thought that the schools were giving preferential treatment to black students because they didn't punish them for their misbehavior. And they tried to fire him over that because he thought, as a black man, he was being racist. Uh, <laughs> it's like, it's kind of hard to do. I saw an article about that. Yeah. 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 Yep. That's okay. the guy. I Great know who guy. You're talking Very about. smart guy. And you know what he said? Yeah, I, Dave I, Chappelle pulled it off. Yeah, that's right. The blind that's racist. Right. The blind racist. <laughs> the blind white supremacist. When he divorces his wife. <laughs> divorces his wife at the end, but we can't say why. But, you know. No, I, I, uh, I'm... My spirits have kicked into high gear. We talked about this whole situation with, you know, the blackface of Justin Trudeau. Uh, it says Justin Trudeau's racism scandal just got worse. You know, I really wish they wouldn't throw the word racism around like that because there's real racism in the world, and wearing blackface is not one of them. I'm not saying you should do it, but racist, that's uh, a little it heavy. depends on how many, I mean... If you do it multiple times, yeah, there's yes. an issue. No, you know I agree. I mean? It's like, I agree. and you shouldn't forget you did it. Or like, like yesterday would be bad timing if you did it yesterday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you're doing it today, there's or, enough or evidence saying that, that this is a bad thing. Yeah. People don't like it. But, Probably not a good choice. I don't know why <laughs> they keep coming out with more of it. You know, it's like if they if there's that many times, you should be able to say, yeah, I probably did this number of times, and it was stupid, and I was young, and I was doing these stupid things, but. There's a great Saturday Night Live skit, uh, probably six months ago. Keenan Thompson plays the um, racial director for the the, oh, yeah. for West yeah. Virginia, yeah. and he's has all these white people, all these legislatures. He goes, "Okay, who's ever appeared in blackface? Please raise your hand." Like. Well, is it okay if I was imitating Michael Jackson? <laughs> Why? He couldn't put on blackface then. If you were well, yeah, the gal says, no, I just did half my face. So I did <laughs> I new Mike and old Mike. Half. It was really, really funny. But what I loved about Aaron this morning when he was on the show, talking about Aaron Benner, uh, an educator over in St. Paul got his job back and got $525,000 because they tried to basically squeeze him out because he wanted black students to answer for their misbehavior just like everyone else. He wants everyone to be treated equally, and they didn't like that. So, uh, I don't know. The guy is just real solid, and and I talked to him about it. I didn't ask him this question. He volunteered. This is all about my mother and my father and my grandparents. We have three generations now where they said, this is how things go. It's not about skin color. It's not about gender. It's not about orientation. This is about everybody gets treated the same, which is very cool. Really cool, I thought. Yeah, Just it's a not nice a novel thing. concept. I mean, no. should that be the way? Always be that way? No, it's exactly right. It should be how it always is. But you know, it's we'll not. get there. We'll get there. I, th- I think we will get because it's getting far too violent right now. If we don't get there, the violence is psychotic. Another another couple of people got killed in St. Paul last night. They were walking out of a Bible study. Yeah, Bible church. Study. Well, one guy got killed, and the other one got shot. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, killed them for walking out of Bible study. But they thought that was not an ISIL. That, that yeah, was, they uh, think, you know. Yeah, they think there might have been little, but still. Hood action. Let's not, let's not get mowed down in the street when he's coming out of Bible study. It's like, okay, whatever. But one thing, and I'll, call, I'll stop talking about Aaron, but I was very impressed with him. But he said, he loves telling me this, too. He goes, yeah, a person came up to me the other day and goes, you know, you're rather well-spoken. Oh, God, that's the worst thing you can say. For, uh... You know, you dress quite well. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like, God, would you stop doing that? It's honest to God. You're, you know, you're very... Well, what, it was Joe Biden that said that uh, that Obama was clean. Remember yeah. that? <laughs> well, <laughs> but Joe's just... What it well, I know. I understand, believe yeah, me. But you don't up. want to say that a, a black man is clean, do you? <laughs> really? 
See, that know. is inherent racism. Exactly. That, in my opinion, well, is worse than, a, than blackface. You know. Oh yeah, blackface is it? What? What's that gonna do? I mean, especially if you're playing Aladdin and you want to look like Aladdin, you know. You got to put on the outfit, you right? Put on the outfit, and he wanted to put on the makeup to go with it. I, I just don't think it was all that racist. But I don't. If you're playing Aladdin like in a movie or a show, yeah. But if you're playing Aladdin just for party just to go to Seven Eleven, hey, yeah. Then, hey, I know. went to a Halloween party once as Hoss from the Bonanza, and I was wearing a ten gallon. Hat. Yeah, okay, I took the whole shoot. It's probably hat. just an excuse to wear the cool sho- shoes with the toes that curl probably up in the end, right? Ooh, the, the curl end. up toes. Oh. Yeah. You know, back when I was like a Wizard of Oz. Yeah, yeah, it's really close the to Aladdin. Fell. Well, the house fell on him. But uh, Catherine and I went. We went to a Halloween party once, and I went as Ralph Cramden, and she went as Ralph, Lucille Ball. Oh, well, I bet you. <laughs> Lucy and Lucy. Ralph Cramden. I was a little heavier back then, but you know, mm-hmm. it's just the way that deal is working. Uh, so look, we got everything solved in the, just the two segments. Mm-hmm. I thought. Yeah, no, we're good to go. Everything so, uh, is, is covered. Thanks for listening, folks. We'll be back next week. <laughs> That's real nice. No, we will be back in a couple of minutes, though. We'll talk to Scott more about his book. The book is available now. Yes, it is. It you is can uh, order it on Amazon, or you can go to my website if you want a signed copy, www.hookedx.com. I like it. We'll be right back. More with the crowd. Michael Bryan's here, standing on his phone. We playing Candy Crush? Oh, yeah. I knew it. We'll be back with the family. What are the things you want to avoid when it comes time to sell your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl. If you're like most people, it's things like open houses, staging, decluttering, repairs, maintenance, and all the people coming through your house. Hey, Tom, the Guaranteed Offer Program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate was created for people like you so that you can avoid the things that you don't like doing when it comes time to sell your home. We have been presenting offers for homes in most price ranges. Homeowners are loving our guaranteed offer program, especially how much money they are making on their home sale without the inconveniences. So this program is for all price ranges and conditions, including perfectly maintained homes? Most homes do qualify. To see if your home qualifies, go to chrislindahl.com and click Get Offer right now. Will you be the next homeowner to accept an offer from our guaranteed offer program? Find out now. If you qualify, you will get an offer in 48 hours or less, and the best part is you get to pick a closing date that is convenient for you and close in as little as three weeks. Go to chrislindahl.com right now to see if you qualify or call 763-401-SOLD. That is 763-401-SOLD. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. I have a question for our guests. Are there a lot of Scott Volter impersonators? Because I see your Twitty, Twitter handle is at real Scott Volter. <laughs> Ooh, I uh, like it. I don't think anybody wants to imitate me. <laughs> Although... Uh, Actually, my kids do a pretty good job. Once in a while, my wife will when she's mocking me and <laughs> when I deserve it. But hey, Wait a minute. Your wife mocks you? That never happens to me. I know. Imagine uh, that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah that's how they keep us humble, Tom. Sarah blasted true. me hard about a week and really? a half ago. I was kind of out of line. She goes, look, you're 60. Try to at least act half your age. <laughs> Do I have to? Yeah, that. I turned 60 in November. God, really? You yeah. don't look it. Thank you. I oh, that's 70. right. I was at your birthday party. <laughs> that's Never right. Mind. You were there. I was there. But I, I thought you were like 50 No, no, no. 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 Kind of a, no. He goes, no, 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 no. That all works out in the end. That you know what I mean? party almost killed her. She was so stressed out. She swore oh, that I, I remember that. I cool. remember that. My wife threw me a big surprise birthday party at, upstairs at Sweeney's in St. Paul. Oh, yeah. familiar with the place. and. I'm also a musician, so a friend showed up and set up a band, and it was really great. It was, I was stunned. What a way to go into 60. Good for it you. Was yeah, cool. It was cool. It was great. That's my age, too. So, right See? On, he looks 60. 
No, I'm just kidding. You oh, shut up. <laughs> yeah, you shut up, Doug. What do you think of that action, Buster? It's not white. No, it it's a, just ultra blonde. It was a great party. But, you know, your wife did come over to me later and goes, thanks a lot for doing that. And I said, what? And she goes, you've been doing interviews for the last two hours. <laughs> People were very, very oh, nice. I know. They were very, very nice. I could see party. it. And I was stunned because I had... There were radio people there. There, I'm in the car business. There were car people there, church people, and then musicians. It was like all these different. There's the big Venn diagram of my life. Strange And you gathering. can see all these people going, I think that's Tom right? No, no, no. Next to the good-looking woman. Yeah. That, that guy right there. That, that's Tom. Exactly. I give them that all the time. You ever met my wife? <laughs> I just give them to them all the time. Ah, uh, yeah, she's in her glory. I, uh, well, I could be totally honest about this because she knows, everybody knows, that uh, she's putting our house on the market tomorrow, which I do not want to do, but she does. And it's it's a lot to handle, like I can understand it, but that's going to be tough. How long have you been there? 16 years. The biggest problem I have is before we lived there, we lived on a farm out in Dayton. Oh, yeah. I have not had a neighbor for 32 years <laughs> it's going to be a hell of an adjustment having neighbors where are you going after this we don't know probably somewhere in bloomington i wanted to look at a couple places down in prior lake because we could you know have a boat out there and there are two really good restaurants mm-hmm. aren't there on prior lake and how far is that from from like here it was about 25 minutes 30 minutes if there's no traffic what time of day in the winter it's <laughs> yeah like, at your times it'd be fine in the winter it's fine, like yeah. three hours yeah you don't work nine to five so you know that's no your right times on. would work i work from five to nine and it's yeah. 9 p.m right. what do you think of that action yeah. but no hey, you we got a lake to work. the west of us here it's called lake minnetonka i mean <laughs> pretty nice poop. area Pardon? Where people poop. Yeah, where people poop in the, in the, what is that bay called again? Oh, yuck. What's the Big, Island. Big Island. Big Island. Big Island. That's oh, right. that place. Yeah, I like yeah. to take walks around Lake Minnetonka. Well, that, I'll never forget that brand new disc jockey at what a WXKY or what was yeah, it? Yeah, something like that. Something like that. First week on the air, this moron, you might want to ask somebody. Because... <laughs> I was sent the audio during my show, but the morning guy on this new, the new morning guy says, "Beautiful day here in Minnesota. That's why we love to live here." His first day, but he we love to live here. As a matter of fact, it is so beautiful. I think after the show, I'll go take a walk around Lake Minnetonka. <laughs> well, you better get walking. <laughs> is it like 500 miles? If you and go in I and out, or every day, day. Miles. miles. <laughs> Uh, like, yeah, let's not say let's take a walk around Lake Minnetonka, shall we? I think even if you just go the roads, it's like 50 miles. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, at least. Yeah. It's got 100 miles of shoreline, yeah. 100 miles, and that's just in the box, right? So, yeah, it'll oh take a while. Oh, my God. It's a yeah. big lake. What a maroon. <laughs> what a maroon. I love, okay, Bugs. I love, I love to win Bugs Bunny call people maroons. What a maroon. <laughs> they couldn't run that anymore, you know. They, they couldn't? No way. Elmer Fudd, people would have a fit. They took yeah. it off the air? I no. haven't seen any. I think they took it off the air like 40 years ago. Oh. Yeah. But honestly, got a, what was his deal? He had a quasi wabbit. He had a, like a speech yeah. impediment. Yeah, right. speech yeah. impediment. Mm-hmm. No way he'd get away with that these days. Probably not. I don't know why not. I mean, come on, let's go. Have a sense of humor. How about if you have a speech impediment <laughs> and wear blackface? What about that? <laughs> That'd be good. One should cancel the other. They're both disabilities, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's very funny, Doug. Thank you. Smart ass that you are. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh-oh, new breaking news just happened just now. Trump sues the DA in Manhattan. Why is he suing the DA in Manhattan? Because they want his tax returns. Oh, is that why do they want his tax returns? Are return? they still on that? Yeah. Jeez. They renewed that again. They're, they're... So what, what? what So what do they think the, the tax returns are going to tell them? Oh, the tax evasion. Oh, tax evasion? Yeah. Has to do with the Stor- Stormy Daniels. At this payment. point, oh, he has like, what, three more months or something? I mean, just. No, the next election is uh, a year from yeah, November. A year from November. And he'll be oh, president if he doesn't win re election until. Suppose, technically, he might a year still win this coming the next January. Election, so. Oh, I think he's got a really good chance of yeah. winning the election. It's Unless the Republicans finally manage to find someone who's 
you know, not blind. Yeah, the splitting the ticket thing is they're not. Going, they're going all in on Trump. They, yeah, they won't yeah, even they let, are, yeah. let him uh, go through mm, the primary Last time process. anybody tried to do that was Ronald Reagan in 76. He tried to split the Republican ticket. Oh, that's ticket. right, he did, yeah. Boy, did he piss off the GOP. <clears throat> yes, he did. Four years later, they thought he was awesome. Yeah, so, hey. That's very true. And then, of course, Johnny Carson, the greatest line about Ronald Reagan you see who was elected president of the United States? Ronald Reagan. And I see it's already affecting him. His hair has turned prematurely orange. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny Carson. See, that's what I loved about him. He would go after everybody. Mm-hmm. Oh, he was very balanced. If oh, he told God, a yeah. uh, Democrat joke, he would then the next very next exactly. joke. He would rip it's how it Earl be. Butts or whoever it was. Earl Butts. I haven't heard that name in a while. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Earl Butts. That's actually a real guy, Andy. It he is a real guy, yes. I know. Talked about, talk about getting like, in trouble for saying something really, really dumb. Uh, what are you going to do? But I wish, I do wish we still had that whole deal. Although I did see Stephen Colbert went after Elizabeth Warren pretty hard the other night. Yeah, I watched Colbert last night, and it, God, he went after a couple of people, and it was really pretty funny. God, he, he does a really good Bernie imitation. Oh, does he? Yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah, he does a great one. Yeah. It is good. Well, he found out he's related to him. Oh, he did? Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, Larry David is like, I don't know, like fourth cousins or no, something. No, we're talking about Stephen Colbert. Oh, Stephen Colbert. Oh, I thought you were yeah. talking about, yeah. Well, Larry David is related to Bernie Sanders. That's nuts. He, no, he, is, he didn't absolutely. know that till after he started doing the imitations of him when he was running for president. <laughs> he funny. found out they're related. <laughs> they're actually related. Well, that's all right. You yeah. Go after your, your own even harder. Exactly. Absolutely true. Uh, do you think there's going to be any big swing, no matter who wins the presidency coming up here in you know about uh, 14 months? Is it really going to have that big an effect on the American population? I mean, do you think they're really going to raise taxes through the roof? And I just don't see that happening. If it's a Democrat? Yeah. Well, in my view, the only thing that I, the number one issue is the environment. I mean, to me, that's what I'm more, more, most offended by right now is just taking down all these safeguards and uh, yeah. opening up uh, parks for drilling, more oil. I mean, it, to me, that's the biggest problem we have. And why would you take a, take a chance with your environment? I mean, it's, it's like getting in your car and you're going, well, I feel lucky today. I'm not going to put my seatbelt on. Yeah. You do it every time, right? You don't mess with the environment. That's, that's my issue. Yeah, but we don't do anything about it either. That's the big problem I have is you, the big polluters are in India, Africa, and China. Right. And we don't do a damn thing about that. We don't criticize them for it. Yeah, even Not if we went right to like zero emissions, zero garbage tomorrow, the total impact would be like maybe 10%. Actually, China's making really great They're getting strides. better. They've figured out what's going on. You know, if you live in Beijing and you buy a... They only have so many license plates. It's like a lottery to get a license plate to own a car. And if you buy an, a car with an engine, internal combustion, you pay 100% tax in Beijing and hope you get a license plate. If you buy an electric car, there's no tax at all. So they, I think they realized when, when they had the Olympics there that they had kind of an issue with air pollution. <laughs> so Which really wasn't yeah. that different than the United States was. You're my age. You remember what it was like in the late 60s. And, oh, yeah. You know, yeah. smog and, and L.A. The, and a remember lot the of native the, that would cry? He'd walk oh, yeah. down the street and all that? I well, mean, he actually was Italian. He was an Italian. But, oh, he was. Yeah. He was Italian. <laughs> That's, That's probably one, one of the most memorable. Tom, why are you telling me that? Ah, <laughs> you just ruined, just ruined the whole thing. <laughs> he he <laughs> did it forever, and he, the guy's name was like Vito Vescovillo. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, sorry. But, you know, think about how, how great that commercial was because 60-some years later. We remember it. We remember oh, yeah. it, and people that weren't even born then know about it. Yeah, they do. I mean, that's just it was Aspera Oscar de Corti. Yeah. <laughs> Close and enough. Aspera Oscar de Corti. <laughs> Chief Aspera, they Chief call them. Chief Aspera, that's what they call it. So isn't India about ready to pass China with the highest population? Yes. I if don't know If they haven't that. already, let's see. I believe that is true, yes. Yeah. I mean, and at some point, aren't they going to be forced to, to look, look in the mirror and make changes? All the plastic in the ocean, pretty much, 90% of it comes yeah. out of India and China. Yeah, let's see. looks like within the next couple of years, India is going to pass China. Yeah. Because China's growing by 0.4%, but India is growing by 1%. So. That's a lot. I talked to a couple of uh, professors 
Uh, one of them was in Kentucky, and the other one was in Colorado, and they didn't really want me to identify them, but they said, to be totally honest with you, there is no way the world's coming to an end in the next 100 years, not even a chance of that happening. And they both said, and this, this is independent, they said, what's going to happen if nothing is done in the Eastern Hemisphere, Mother Nature is going to kill them all. That's yep. exactly what yeah, they the said. Yeah, the Eastern Hemisphere is where things are going to go down. Yes. You know, look at the fossil now, You never record. know, though. Here's, I mean, there's, there's variables that you can't account for. Here's, here's a good one. Yellowstone is like one of the largest volcanoes in the world. That's if true. that thing cool. goes oh, off, oh yeah, if that thing well, that's a nuclear winner. Well, that's true. And you don't know. But pollution wouldn't cause that. No, 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 no. That's, that's just yeah. What if? Unlike the uh, San Andreas Fault or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That that pretty much. I mean, would there wipe are some the time bombs. You just ne- you don't know if they're going off in next mm-hmm. year or in another millennia. Boy, speaking of California, you see that poor bastard on the news last night? He runs a, some kind of coffee shop or something in San Francisco. In the last year, two separate people have bitten him on the arm so bad what? that they had removed entire chunks of, of flesh. What? Yeah, they, he was on the news last night. They would get mad. They'd come in there. They'd go in, uh, into his coffee shop, and they'd go in the bathroom and, and shoot up. Oh, and so he would come out and go. I really, you know, you really can't come in here and do that anymore. It's illegal. I could lose my license. My business would go right out. I, I just can't do that. Both of them leaned over and bit him on the arm. San wow. Francisco for you. <laughs> and one of them bit him so hard they did muscle damage. Wow, oh my Jesus! Oh, that must have hurt. How do you? Even oh move? yeah, like that horse that bit you. <laughs> Bite Shut me up, up my <laughs> Every God. time I hear oh, that, that horse story, I really oh. horse, not horse. Horse. That yeah. horse story. You know, his horror story. He's wearing the Trump outfit hat. It was his first sight with the porn guy. No, every time he tells that story, I immediately go to the great outdoors scene with John Candy and the horse where it was biting him. He was trying to lead the horse because the horse bucked him off because he didn't want to carry him anymore. Do you know that story, Scott? No. Very quickly. Catherine calls me. This is back when we lived on the farm. She goes, uh, "I forgot to put the stallion in. Would you go put, just put him in his in his? Uh, I was going to say cell, but it's stall. <laughs> stall. Yeah. Stall. Like it's not a cell. Well, I'm from North Minneapolis. Nice area. owner. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I know nothing about horses. I got no idea. So I thought the lead it'd be like a dog leash. You take the end of the lead and I mean, you lead him. In a the good horse, you can do that with. Yeah, probably true. But a stallion, not so much." They so won't I grab listen. it. I, I realized later you're supposed to grab it right under the chin and lead him in that way, but I didn't know. I'd never been around horses in my whole life. So I'm leading him in, and I'm walking in. All of a sudden, he leans over and bites me on my left tricep. Ow. And I mean hard, right? Oh, and that's a sensitive spot. Oh, God, did that hurt. <laughs> did you punch him? I wheeled around. Boom! I no. hit him right in the face. He looked at me like, <laughs> <"That's> <laughs> "Wow, a, that's tough guy, you huh? got. Yeah, tough guy, huh?" He always got to look at me like, "That doesn't hurt at all." What's your problem? Yeah, what's your deal? <laughs> oh my God, did that hurt? Those big giant horse oh, teeth. Yeah. Oh. So painful. did you get him in there? Yeah, yeah, and that boy started laughing <laughs> after I punched him. He's like, "Oh, <laughs> I'll go in." You got yeah. you got you, you made me laugh. I'll go in the stall. You were his entertainment for the day. We're gonna wrap it up here. That, that's the first hour already. My God. Hour down. Car selling secrets is up next. I like it. We'll be back with car selling secrets.